You hold your head in your hands as the prosecution lays what seems to be the final nail in the coffin of your case. Your mother has been accused of killing your two best friends and there's no evidence left on the table. You sit there reeling, thinking there must be something, one, one last piece of evidence, something to turn this whole case about. And then you remember, you pull out your phone, you put it on the witness stand, and you say, this podcast will prove everything. That's right, this podcast is Cover Me, the only podcast that talks about songs that have been covered a bunch of times, and then uh, talks about all those covers in the original and compares them, and this will prove your mother innocent. Your two best friends in this were supposed to be me and you, I didn't really get to that. Anyway, I'm your first it murder victim. It was a good victim. story. <laughs> <laughs> I was enthralled. <laughs> I'm your first murder victim, Jake Cressy, <laughs> joined as always by my, my co-victim. Alex Mildenberger. And we're going to talk today about the uh, objection theme for Phoenix Wright, 2001 version. From the hit game, Ace Attorney, or Gekuten Saiban. Yeah, they say... They said the 2001 version, yeah, which was uh, uh, it was a Game Boy Advance mm-hmm. game. So uh, I'm not totally sure though which version I heard because I know that there's like a a, a Game Boy Advance version. There's a DS version. And mm-hmm. the music Do you, is different. Are, are they actually different? I think they punched it up a bit. Oh, okay. Um, but I I couldn't really tell which one it was. Like I know the the 2001 stuff was from. It was composed for the original release, but I don't right. know if the versions we listened to were actually from the original release. Uh, so I can't. I don't. I don't know. I couldn't find much information on it. Yeah, I tried to find like a lot on this. So the composer for this is Maza Mazakasu Sugimori. That's who I got down for that. For the original. It's a different guy. No, you should not look up the composer. I did look up the composer, but I got a completely different name. Who'd you get? Akemi Kimura. Are you thinking about the DS version though? Maybe. Because uh, this guy did composition and arrangement, and he's also the voice of Manfred von Karma in the original Japanese release. Cool. So the original team on this game, on Ace Attorney 2001, was actually seven people. Just seven people. Y- you mean they didn't throw a bunch of money into a game about lawyers? No, apparently what? not. <laughs> that's just, even for like a big company, that seems like a wildly small number to me. But, uh, so that's, yeah, the director, Shutakumi. I think that's how you pronounce his name. Sure. And shout out to him. His dog just died recently. Oh, damn. Missile. Oh, of course. Of course. Of of Ace Attorney fame. Ace Attorney fame. (laughs) Missile is referenced several times. Yeah, these are just fucking phenomenal games, though, for... We've like, been we've been fans for a, a long time. For a long you time. introduced me to it uh, a number of years ago, probably ten or eleven years ago. Yeah, it would been around the time the second game was out because the third one hadn't been released yet. Over and here, over here, yeah, it had been obviously on the Game Boy Advance. This game should never have succeeded in America. I don't think. <laughs> really, I don't see how, other than that, there is kind of a niche that it fills. I guess. Yeah, I guess. Kind of maybe early. Early easy access to like more of a visual novel style video game, which I, there's a lot more of now. Yeah, a lot more access um, nowadays, I think. Uh, but maybe back then it was less available. Right, and I th- I would uh, say in but that that's just no go ahead conjecture. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I would say that in that genre of visual novels, that Phoenix Wright is perhaps one of the most interactive 
forms yeah, of that. Yeah, it's definitely more on the gamey side. It definitely It's not just you. reading, but it's a lot yeah, of reading. Because well, like I think he, I got some interview quotes. Let me see if I got this one from him here. This game was initially scheduled for the Game Boy Color. Okay, well, the Game Boy Color was pretty short lived, I think. Am I correct about that? I'm trying to remember. I feel like I had one for a long time before the Game Boy Advance came out. Yeah, but also we were like children. Children, literal children. Seems much longer when you are literal children. Yeah, that's fair enough. I remember wanting a Game Boy Color for a long time. I don't think it was actually that long. Yeah, it's fucking... This is a... Just a weird history with this game. Another fun fact is that it takes place in California in oh. <laughs> America. Oh, I mean, you know, it's a classic joke. Yeah. There's so many things, like, they... they ex- do they explicitly say it happens in California? I don't. I don't yeah, remember. I believe setting. in the first case, it like it says it we're talks in California because he does like a bit, and I tried to find it because I was going to imitate that for the intro where he's like, "It's California in the year 2015 or whatever. <laughs> Law is like this now," and you're like, "Oh wow, <laughs> the not too distant future." Yeah, Whoa. exactly. Right. We we should jump into that bit currently. Oh. 2018 is the year that Trials and Tribulations is taking place. Right, I've been kind of following along, yeah, but I'm not sure where we're at we're right now. We're in a now. break between cases, so the Stolen Turnabout happened in October. And the Stolen Turnabout is a case where... Where, uh, that's, who is it? Mask to Mask! Mask to Mask. Ron, is it Ron Delight? Something like that. Ron, something like that, but yeah, the, he's the great phantom thief, and he fucking steals a piece of art. What does he fucking steal? Their diamond. Damn, I gotta replay these yeah, games. Yeah, it's been so long. It's been I fucking a very love long games. time. Especially, I think Trials and Tribulations might be one of my favorites. It's, I mean, there's not like that many, but it's up there. I mean, yeah. Well, there's like eight games at least, Shit. isn't there? There's a ton, dude. Okay, there are a ton. Ace Attorney, Justice for All, Trials and Tribulations, Apollo Justice, Dual Destiny, uh, fucking Spirit of Justice, Spirit of Justice, Ace Attorney Investigations, Ace Attorney Investigations Two. Did which you play Ace Attorney Investigations? No, I haven't. Unfortunately, because okay. that's Japan only, right? I think there's ROMs and shit yeah, yeah, you yeah. can get. And then there's what Daigakuten Saiban, and then I think they either I no, I think they made a second one of that. Mm, yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. the Great Ace Attorney, as I think the translation. That's how we. Where it takes place in like it? ancient Japan or whatever. Or, or does it take or place in not Britain? Not like ancient Japan, yeah, like, mm, but like past Japan. Like 19th century, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I hope you wanted to come to this music podcast to talk about video games. Yeah, that's well, what we're going to be doing. That's what we're going to be doing a lot of. Um, so this piece here serves as both the the character theme, I think, for Phoenix Wright himself, the Ace Attorney. He and is the Ace Attorney. his objection theme for when yes. it, like, it changes throughout the game. Of course. This is the first. When he... Shouts an objection. Objection. Things are starting to get intense. This theme will play as you explain or, uh, you know, your contradiction and, and try to prove your client innocent or try to figure out something in the case. Mm-hmm. And, like, this piece, is, it's it's very simple. It is very simple. It's, we got, what, like, about three notes? Do, 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 Yeah, do, and do, that's do, actually do. Uh, one, four, and then octave. So it's really just for the for the intro arpeggios. It's it's pretty simple. Yeah, which I think, like from a character perspective, relates to Phoenix Wright pretty well. Not only in the first game because he's a kind of underdeveloped character. Mm-hmm. He's basically because this was Shu Takumi's ba- first time writing scenarios, like writing this kind of 
style of story. Okay. And he's like, I kind of just wrote Phoenix Wright how I would react to those situations. <laughs> he's like, so we're very similar in the first game at the very least. Okay. Yes, well, I did. I, I mean, I agree. It's pretty simple. And it's kind of... Uh, in the games, when you start to dig into the mystery, there's some uncertainty. And I think that's like the, that, that interval of a fourth mm-hmm. really has that that kind of uncertainty to it because yeah. i mean fourths are part of like suspended chords with don't really have a major minor feel and they often feel spacey or or something like that right. that's There's how an they're often of mystery suspense sort of like something up in the yeah. air you know undecided so that's suspenseful that's, that's at least the interval that you're playing with uh with that really main part that repeats mm-hmm. um and then there's at the end of sort of the first do 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 and then it goes up that is a jump of a minor seventh which adds some kind of dissonance to the whole thing right and uh i guess it just makes it feel a little more unstable which really is a good description of of this situations in the game where you are shouting objection because hear the script say it uh he often objects before he knows what what he's going to (laughs) say yeah Uh, just kind of knows there's something wrong there and then fills in the blanks afterwards so there really is a lot of instability Mm -hmm. and that's why like even the main notes are like they stopped boop 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 instead of when you get to like the turnabout theme when you're fucking on your shit and it's like like everything kind of connects and flows immediately. So it's do 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 do. Like you're you're progressing with some yeah with some uh, caution tre- yeah trepidation. I like trepidation better. That's mm, that's, that's the word, word I like. Um, I do I did coming into this song because this is the first time we're doing no songs with lyrics mm-hmm. at all. Um, and I still kind of feel this way. I I don't know that I'm entirely equipped. To, to analyze this in the same way we can something where we can just look at the words. Yeah, and, and kind of pull the meaning from that. And figure it out. Because I have some background in, in music theory, but mm-hmm. not like a super strong one. And it's mostly just casual. So um, hopefully we'll be able to get something out of this. Obviously, we've talked about it a bit. Um, but but I, uh, I am curious to see where this goes because I'm a little nervous about it. Uh, yeah, I'm nervous as well. I think, thankfully, the simplicity of this track makes it so we don't need a, like an intense amount of music it theory. Is, it is pretty simple, and it's short. I mean, I mean it's, it's built it's, for a Game Boy Advance. Yeah, it's, it's a Even Game the, Boy Advance Even the music. modified version is still a Game Boy Advance track at heart, like the DS yeah, version. Yeah, so uh, uh, the, the version we were listening to is just over a minute long. It's mm-hmm. just kind of a simple loop, and it would play on repeat in the game to set the mood yeah um it's got basic things it's got like a bit of percussion in there yeah it adds a little bit it kind of starts with that that arpeggio mm-hmm. and then that arpeggio basically just repeats for the whole thing and then they sort of add some more effects as like a bass going with kind of a nice little rhythm yeah and uh there's some it's like a flute kind of or a string sound yeah it does uh, the, kind of those three notes that's like doo, doo, doo. Yeah, in in the do, background. Do, do, well, there's do, do. there's like, that, yeah. but there's also like kind of like ooh, like uh, ambient sound in the background. Okay, yeah. Ooh, just like a it's like a synth pad type sound. Right. And of course, this is all being played on the GBA sound card, so it's uh, maybe not super clear what instrument everything's supposed to be. Yeah, that's but fair. But it is uh, there's uh, there's definitely some differentiation there. 
Mm-hmm. But yeah, there is that secondary kind of, and I'm trying to remember the exact melody, but there is kind of an almost secondary melody mm-hmm. going on in the background as well. And that is uh, sort of in the second part of it that comes in when yeah. there's more instrumentation. So yeah, this is a, I like it's a, it's a, a catchy fucking piece. It is. It is. I mean, we've been listening to Ace Attorney music for years now. Yeah. And this is definitely a, definitely a good one. Yeah, that's uh I mean that's all I have to say about the original. It's there's not a lot to tear into. No, it's short. Yeah. It's to the point. It kind of it, it sets the mood, but uh again, I'm I'm sure there's more there if you if you know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. We uh, might but analytically, some of that might come out when we talk about these other that's ones too. That's true. That's true. But like analytically speaking, that's really all I have. Fucking A. Um, where do we go from this one? I don't know, because I didn't really write down the years. Neither did I. Let's start with the jazz one, maybe, okay. and then go from there. I did write that one next. Okay, so. perfect. So, yeah, this one... Is like it's a fun, it's a high energy piece on this one. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it opens with a sort of a thin saxophone with some cymbals on it. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I've always. I don't know that I love the instrumentation here, but it might still be appropriate. It's just whenever I've heard it, sort of out of context, because this is on a jazz. Uh, uh, a, an a album Fuchs Wright jazz, jazz album, yeah. Songs from Ace by the Attorney. Metamorphosis Jazz Band, who is a band. Who's a band? They sure are <laughs> a <laughs> band you. that plays jazz music. Yeah. Um. So it's entirely out of context now, and that's sort of going to be underlying a lot of this stuff. Is now right. we're not playing a video game anymore. We're just listening to it. So how can they kind of make it? interesting mm-hmm. uh, something that's supposed to just be in the background and set the mood uh now that it's something you're listening to directly right with nothing in nothing on top because the music is carried by the events happening in the game really exactly that's part of what makes it so enticing so to remove that you have to step up your instrumental game in order to compensate for a sort of emotional loss yeah either that or or Something in the arrangement, or I mean, I'll, there's a lot of. We're gonna be talking about a lot of solo, mm-hmm. and there's several in here. There's so, a ton in this one. Like I said, the very beginning, like it's kind of just like on the saxophone, and then you get a little like on the cymbals. And I, I've never found it draws me in that well. I don't know. Maybe it's just personal preference. It's something about the horns on this one, whereas it lacks the sort of importance or like strength of even the fucking GBA track, where it's. There's these they're powerful notes, whereas mm-hmm. this one's like... Can, this is one that goes like... I can kind of hear that. It's definitely a little... It's got that, you know, smoother, jazzy, mm-hmm. jazzy sound. It reminds me of, like, a, like if, if it was a courtroom, I think it's New York, and everybody's wearing striped suits. Fedoras? Yeah, and, like, the jacket, but just kind of on them instead of... <laughs> like, there's a picture of the cover for this one. It's got Godot right, on Right, and everyone's in their, the, like, white suits, tuxedos. Yeah. Yeah, like, I think they are tuxedos, and fucking Godot's got like the blazer jacket like draped over him. Rather, Godot than sort is of a character it. from the third Ace Attorney game. Uh, yeah, fucking. If you haven't played the games, take a short three week break. <laughs> go play just, them all. Just go play them. You can get them <laughs> and on. Then come back. You can get them on. I think um, Android and iOS. You can get nowadays. them on your TI eighty four calculator. So, 
kidding. You can't. But you can get them on Android, iOS. Maybe a TI Inspire. <laughs> Maybe. Ooh. So, um, yeah, there's like a it's it's a jazz song. It has the melody, but they kind of um add some, some they like swing some of the notes. And yeah. There's some pauses and stuff. Or do they do they do the swinging on this one? I think they do. And there's a real smooth bass line. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. gonna mention Walking that. Walking bass on this. Because I I dig it. And I do like this version of the song. It's just yeah. I don't love the intro. Yeah, it definitely picks up from the intro. It's uh and it's tons of solos in this, which brings the question, like, how do we know it's like a cover? How do we know this is still how the song? Cover? Well, it really is using the same melody, the mm-hmm. same arpeggio. So it is still based around that arpeggio, yeah. I think. And what holds it together through the solos is actually the piano. The piano is just going the whole time it just playing does block the, chords. Yeah, it's just doing the, the section that like, holds it to the rhythm of the original. Yeah. I'm just going to do this for the rest of the podcast. Dude, yeah, that's <laughs> and like, like every instrument on this track gets to have a little bit of a fun part to it. Yes. There's the, uh, the piano gets to do some slides, the bass walks, the horns get fucking solos out the yang. I thought like, you were going to say the horns get horny. Hey. Hey. No. Classic. Oh. <laughs> Absolutely not. Fine. But yeah, they, they really do, as much as it's based around that arpeggio, they, they do change up the rhythm of it. Yeah. Fairly significantly. So it does feel different, obviously, more jazzy. Um, and, and I said it's a lot of it's extrapolated from the original. Uh, yeah. And then, of course, there's a whole bunch of solo, which got me thinking about styles of jazz which i don't know anything about so i can't say what style of jazz this is but i wanted to think about it and then i never actually followed through with that <laughs> so i wrote down what style of jazz is what this? style of jazz is this um i can obviously not tell you so i think and I, i'm not going to mention any uh i don't really know what they're called but miles i know miles davis did i do it <laughs> I think any time I think if you say Miles Davis that covers so much jazz that like <laughs> yes but no <laughs> um in in terms of like they're kind of playing over some some main melody and then just everyone gets a solo mm-hmm. that is like several different styles of jazz and depending on which or how the solos are done that's different styles so I don't okay. know what style it is is it possible to bridge styles in jazz? Can Almost have, certainly. Is that why they're called metamorphosis jazz band? Ooh, maybe. Because the jazz me- metamorphosizes. Maybe it's all jazz. All jazz, all day. All day, all day. That's what we're here for. That's what we're here for. Bringing oh, you the smooth man. jazz mm, all day long. All right. This one does a lot of, we're going to see this in the other sort of official version where there's these great big buildups where we get a bunch of instruments in and then it kind of breaks. And then you get just like one horn playing and a little bit of drums or something. It's and up and down. I definitely yeah. noticed that in uh, in the orchestral version. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't notice it as much in this one though. I'm sure it's present. There's, I think the orchestral version's easier to see because the the highs are so much higher. Yeah, you can definitely hear like well, don't want to get too much like, into we'll, it. We'll get into that, but, but like, like things come in. It's a much bigger break. Yeah. Whereas this one, it's still there, but not as present. I think that reflects kind of the how these cases play out in the courtroom. Where you get the initial break, where you hit objection. They definitely uh, have sort of like, fuck you, and then the it's like overall plot line having mm-hmm. like, you know, rising action, climax, falling action. But then, on, on on a micro scale, that is also happening for each event where you have that build up and then yeah. release, which is of course something that can be said about a lot of music as well. That's right. So, 
It's amazing how story structure translates between media. Yeah, it's uh, fucking brilliant. But this is like it's a fun version. It's got a lot of like we said, a lot of solos. Yeah, I'm into it. A lot of cool shit. Let's jump into. Oh, what do you got next on your list there? Um, well, I did all the I did all the official ones first. Okay, okay. And then I did the ones. So we could. I don't know. Let's jump into Smooth McGroove. Okay, Smooth McGroove. So Smooth McGroove is a, a YouTube artist. He's got a lot of hair. Yeah, tell me more about him because I was going to look him up this morning. and uh... He does acapella covers of this was acapella. Songs. This is the... Uh, excuse me while I burp into the microphone. I say that sometimes. Um, the acapella version yeah, of this so song. And not really. Not like that. He d- it's like... <laughs> and when he does the videos, he basically records himself doing each part oh, and puts it in a little one? frame. Yeah, it's yeah not I figured it was just visually one interesting enough. So it's just oh, his okay. face making the noises. But it's okay. kind of interesting to see that. Oh, he actually does All every part parts. of it. Like it's, so it's one guy. Um, it is a cappella, which is not my fucking jam. But you have said you've mentioned, yeah. <laughs> that being said, this one's not bad. Okay, you like this one. Yeah, eh? what I like about it, he does a little whistling for one like the kind of I did. There's some whistling synth. at the end. Yeah. And um, like like I said, it's one dude. That's impressive. The only reason I like this version is because I like to imagine like in the context of Phoenix Wright. The music is now being done by the audience in court. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone is just riveted. Everybody's participating. They already participate in the parties at the end of the at the end of the cases. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Or maybe it's just Gumshoe, another character from the game. I think he just throws the confetti. I'm trying to remember where I heard that. Yeah, there's like a picture of it. I think where he's got a comic and he's fucking throwing confetti, throwing shit. This is yeah. This is an acapella version. I don't know. Like it follows the structure pretty closely. Yeah. He pretty much just recreates all of the sounds with his voice. And then yeah, and it, it carries on for impressive some minutes. enough. Yeah, it's there's it's, no variation know. though. Really. No, not a you lot. Think? Okay. Did you notice um, any? I didn't. I didn't listen to this one all that much. I kind of banged these out these morning this morning. So. Yeah, I did that <laughs> for some of them too. But yeah, somehow it was a busy week for me, even though I wasn't busy this week. It happens. This one just kind of no, just plays it straight. Like maybe the problem is I went from the more official versions to this one. Yeah, that's kind of why play in the space. I didn't want to talk to them in that order. We're like, yeah, this one is another remix. I was like, these ones (laughs) suck. Mm -hmm. But some of these remixes, though, I think have some enjoyable. That's true. That's true. I don't think this is a bad version. No, I don't think it's an incredible version. It's a good recreation, and it is. A li- you know, it's different from the other ones. Yeah, it's, it's like a fun little novelty. And um, it's fine. It's fine. Should it's we fine. jump to the video game piano players cover? Video game piano players. Oh, another one I hardly wrote anything down about. You'd think, as a piano player, I would pay you more attention to, to these piano covers. Mm-hmm. But no. No. <laughs> I, I don't guess, know why. I guess what I should also say, because what we should be thinking about with each one is, like, how accurately it reflects sort of the, the in-game scenario and also the character Phoenix Wright. I suppose you're right. To some extent. I don't think the acapella version... Like I said, if you make some goofy scenario where the, where the audience, audience is doing it, I think that's very Phoenix very Wright. amusing. And like, I think that plays to the tone of the world. I don't know if acapella necessarily suits Phoenix Wright the character. He's very buttoned down, kind of straight-laced. 
you need more. You think acapella does not reflect button down and straight? Lace? No, it's it's kind of. It's like if you wanted to be cool but you didn't know how to be cool, you would do acapella. Maybe I should do acapella. Because <laughs> you're like, I don't know, you got a fucked up sense of what it's... It's like you played Bioshock Infinite, and you're like, those guys, the the acapella, the barbershop quartet at the beginning, it might even just be a trio, like, those guys are fucking cool. That's button-up cool. I don't think Phoenix Wright is button-up cool. I not think button he's up just button-up. Cool? Okay, he's just not cool. Yeah. Not cool enough? He's straight-laced, you know? He's, uh, I don't know, I don't think acapella's... Do you think it suits him? I don't know. <laughs> You gotta ask these questions. I don't know Alex. where I put acapella on on the uh, person describing spectrum. I just think of the fucking like the quartet outfit. The, the well, hat. they're red and he wears blue, so definitely no yeah, match. It's a, it's a no for me, dog. Yeah, I guess. Let's talk is. about the video game piano player. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. piano players. Piano covers are rampant, especially in video game music. Yes. Obviously, there's a whole group called video game piano players. Yeah, and I think just because, I mean, with a piano, it's. You can get a pretty decent arrangement because like a lot of other instruments are monotonic. Monotonic. Right. You only play one note at a time. Is this you got that monophonic. Full range. Monophonic. Ah, that makes sense. That's the word I'm looking for. Um and and with a piano you can do more than that, so you can kind of better recreate these uh more complex pieces. And this is a pretty solid arrangement. Yeah. It's uh so he does like the bass. I'm assuming this is just a single person playing it, right? I think so. I don't think it's multiple pianos or anything. Because, like yeah, that. what I noticed is he will play, like, kind of the first two, three notes of the main riff, depending on where it's at, mm-hmm. and then do the little, like, auxiliary bits, like, boop, boop, boop. So kind of imply yeah. parts of the arpeggio. And, yeah, like, and then he'll finish off the other lines. He'll kind of insert them right. and hold it. It's But he's only got one hand. Yeah, because the other hand's doing the bass work. So, okay, yeah. So that is very skilled. Um, yeah. Uh, it's, we definitely lose the sort of like intensity of this song. It's a lot mix. softer. Mm-hmm. That is definitely true. Which um, I don't know because you could do a piano version of this song that is still intense. Mm-hmm. But this is not that. That's not that at all. Um, I could see this being in like a sort of a newer version of the game if they had like oh flashback to this case where Phoenix Wright fucked up and like this would play in the back as it. Happened. Yeah, because it still has. I mean, it's still the same melody. It still has a lot of that same. Uh, like, it has the same intervals, it has a lot of the same feeling, mm-hmm. but still strips some of the intensity. Um, so it, it would be useful, definitely, yeah. in, in that decision. So I've said it feels more mysterious than triumphant in any sense. Mysterious. Which I think kind of goes with your music theory analysis, where there's more, like, suspense. Or, like, you know, an air of uncertainty in it. Right. Proceeding forward, but now... It's more of that, fe- uh, like you said, if it's a flashback, there's less, maybe, of that feeling of proceeding. So we yeah. can say, well, we know what happens. We know it's bad, but here's a flashback Yeah. sort of situation. Okay, I like it. And like this one just kind of, there's two songs that do this where they just kind of like hit one last note and then it fucking ends. It just mm. kind of goes like, <laughs> you're like, oh, it's over. <laughs> Yeah, instead of like fading out or mm-hmm. looping, I guess. Yeah. With the original. And I don't know if that's a. I would have think preferred a fade out. I don't know. Sometimes, sometimes I don't like fade outs because I'll think about them and I'll be thinking about like what, performing what's playing live. There? Yeah. Oh yeah. And then I'll be like, so how do you do a fade out live? You don't. Do you do a fade out live? I wouldn't want to. I mean, I guess it would just be like a long sustain. 
But even then, you still got one note you're hitting at the end. Turn everything down slowly. But everyone stays there, performing at the same intensity. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I've never like I've never actively been at a concert and been like, oh, that's a fade out because I yeah. don't think they do fade no, outs. I'm pretty sure they don't. I've never noticed one. Yeah. So if anyone out there uh, has seen this fade out, let us know. Okay. Is there anyone out there? Is I there think my brother listens to these. Tight. Yeah, pretty <laughs> awesome. Um, we should have him. We should have. You know what? I was gonna say we should have got him on for this one because he plays Phoenix. Right? He does right? Yeah. that would have been? Wait, should we talk about Matt Castillo? Let's talk about Matt. I'm just jumping all around the map. Yeah, we're here. all over. This is okay. That's all right. Um, this opens with bass kick, and then it kind of adds like a cymbal thing. Yeah, do you know the song uh, Bizarre Love Triangle by New Order? No, I don't. Oh, okay, because I could swear to God the bass on this sounds ex- almost exactly. It's like... I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Um, This version takes fucking two minutes yes and five seconds to get to the melody that is considerably <laughs> longer than the original like loop yeah exactly <laughs> so much longer and it's just it's just this bass yeah and then like this loud synth comes in to just play the bass track still yes. <laughs> and there's also a bass playing a different bass line yeah but it's similar i think so they're kind of both they're playing both playing and it, it's like starts getting loud and you're like oh shit but it's not resembling anything like the original piece until the two minute and five second mark where it goes objection yes so this is one of the few uh that we're going to talk about that actually use sound effects from the game yeah this one pulls the objection from the game just that line though and, and then yeah. it, that's the like Drop, I guess. Yeah, I know. So it's like a your classic, like, is it is it just dubstep that does it? Your classic, like, dance uh, track that has the bass where you're waiting for the bass drop. I will say the same thing about electronic music that I said about jazz music. And you don't that know I what don't you're fucking really talking know about. The words. <laughs> Fair enough. To describe the different subgenres. Dude, we watched. We are your friends. He explains every subgenre in that. Kind of. Fuck. It was a long time ago, man. It was a long time ago. <laughs> Um, so yeah, this fucking track is just a dance track for two minutes. <laughs> like, that's what it is. <laughs> and then the drums start to pick up, we get the drop, and by this two point, minutes. I fucking honestly lost interest. Yeah, I, um, it's probably too long. I, I fuck, it's too long. It should be, like, a hot 30 seconds of buildup. To the actual objection. Or even, you know what? Cut the first part out. Start on the objection. Because that's when the song actually starts in the game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or something. Like, I, I, I didn't dig this one. No. I, I generally am not a huge fan of, like, dance remix genre. Mm. As I think I've kind of stated or implied before. But this was not doing it for me. This, this fucking... Was just, this one pissed me off. <laughs> this was now... But, I mean, we have to think about this. In context, how would you say this reflects Phoenix Wright as a character? It fucking doesn't. <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> you don't think Phoenix Wright is the danciest motherfucker? I mean, I guess he putters around for about two minutes before he objects, but... <laughs> Slamming fists. 
No, no, I think it's bullshit. No, I think this is... Um, uh, and and uh, you don't have to reflect the main character, but, like, yeah. Uh, but even the context of it the just doesn't do game, it for me. like, I don't know. I guess, like, in Maybe a if I got up and started dancing, I don't know. They're not going to play this at the like club. If, if I was at dancing club. at the club, which <laughs> I have never done in my life, <laughs> if I were dancing at the club and this came on, I'd probably be into it. I'd be like, oh, shit, they're playing Phoenix Wright music. Yeah, but you just, like, Bye. nod your head and <laughs> fucking dance. That may be true. That may be true. I don't know. I've never gone dancing at the club. No. But I. But you have I gone dancing with your family. I think I have. I think that um, if it if it did come on in that context, which is maybe what the context is supposed to exist in, that I would be into it. That said, still not really a fan of this song. No version of this song, which is, I guess, a. The remix or cover? It's a. R- Where do we land on remixes and covers? <laughs> mm, I think we're still kind of vague on it. It's a. If, r- you, they, do they redo all the instrumentation? Yeah. I think I'll call it a cover. Uh, well, but they also sample. I guess the objection isn't really from the original song. Yeah. Technically. And there, there's a take of that in there as well. Is there? Yeah. Oh, I think I missed that. Yeah, no shit, because you fucking stopped paying that. attention. <laughs> And and it echoes. It goes like, take that, take that, take that, take that. And then like the rhythm section leaves at the end, and then it's just the the main synth line. It's like kind of it's sort of xylophone sounding synth. Is that right? Oh, let me see. Hang on. Is this the one? Nope. Nope. I don't know. Maybe. Okay, fuck this version. Let's talk about the next one. Fuck you, Matt. Which one are we doing next? Do you want to do one of the official ones now? Um, how many official ones we got left? Two. Two. Okay, you want to jump into cadenza? Is that an official one? Yes. Um. I consider it that because I've known it for a long right. time. Right. I consider it a more polished one. Yeah, definitely. So this cadenza one is uh, I looked up what a cadenza is. Magical I forgot. Trick Society. Is oh, that the group? Oh yeah, that's their fucking name. Um, they're uh, they just I think do kind of J-pop versions of of video game music. Yeah, is that what this is? J-pop. Uh, that's what I called it back in the day, but I was fourteen, so okay. I I said it's got some funk elements to it. It's kind of like got funk, a little bit of dance, a little bit of jazz. Yeah, and uh, I, I don't exactly know, I guess, how I would break down the genre. Yeah. But again, well, maybe J-Rock? I feel like there's a J, because they're definitely Japanese. Definitely Japanese. Okay, well, yeah, fuck it. We'll call it J-Pop. Or Rock. So it's got synth for the main riff. Uh, There's a bass slide at the beginning. Hell and then they come in with that synth piano thing, maybe mm-hmm. just a piano, playing that what I would consider the bass line. Right. And then the ba- but and then there's a guitar playing, playing like a 
Yeah, like this is a very active. Like there's, there's a lot, a lot of, of instruments lot of stuff going, going on, on here, in this version. which I think plays to the high energy of the original piece. It is piece. A very high energy version. I think the versions sure. of the song that seem to succeed are the ones that take the original and just like expand on it. Yeah, add extra. But it parts. definitely has uh, some interest, an interesting feel to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- it's kind of got a synth play on the main line. Yeah. Um, and this one more noticeably has, to me anyway. The note, the notes in the arpeggio. Some of them are swung, and some of them are played straight. Right. So it's going like do do bam 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 bam. Yeah. That's I guess where I'm getting some of that kind of jazz element is from those swinging notes. Perhaps I wouldn't be surprised because I kind of thought something similar. Yeah. Now the other thing is the sound kind of is steel drumsy to me. Sounds kind of like steel drums, which is what that meant when I said it. That's right. Um. So this one, to me, almost had a bit of a tropical feel. Okay. Because of that that. sound, because of the sort of timbre of the synthesizer. Yeah, that's very distinct for that part, uh, that kind of music is the steel drum. A little bit, and I'm pretty sure it's just a synthesizer, but it reminds me of steel drums. And yeah, so this one is pretty, yeah, I mean, it's really got that. Yeah, it's it's really got a drive. It's. Yeah, no, you go. <laughs> it does some uh, some of that like build up and break down that I talked about in the jazz version as well. Like mm-hmm. it goes through phases in this one. It's not just a straight loop. Yes, there's a there's like a solo, an electric piano yeah. sort of solo, and there's like that ding 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 piano sound playing, mm-hmm. but it's I think fairly brought down. Yeah, it's just like that EP solo, mm-hmm. and there's a couple like trills in there. I was a big fan of those trills. Mm. I like those trills. Define like, trills for me. Trill is like when you alternate between two notes really fast. Oh. Uh, so like, okay. Usually you just draw it in sheet music as like a little squiggly line. <laughs> That's dope. Um, yeah, and like the the sort of well, the kind of ambient synth part, I would call it just the boop 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 boop. Like that sure, comes the in. Se- I, I called it the secondary melody. I call it the I auxiliary synth. <laughs> I like that better because I don't really know if you call it a melody necessarily. Yeah, it's like a I don't know, like it accentuates the piece, right? It's like it's not harmony. What is it? It might be harmony. Could be, but yeah, that part is more emphasized in this. It's much louder, I think, in the mix, and like yeah, it's sharp synthesizers in this really define. Yeah, like yeah. The the core of it, like you said, there's guitar and bass all alongside of it, but mm-hmm. the main draw is these two loud synths. Yes, they are definitely the main focus, playing the mm-hmm. playing the main melody there. But there's quite a bit going on in addition to that. Yeah. Um, and then it kind of just like like it does the solo, and then it kind of like loops. Yeah. Like it repeats itself mostly, and there's maybe a few like variations, but uh, but not like a ton. And mm-hmm. then and then this one ends suddenly. Yeah. Right. It's very just like pops off at the end there so pretty 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 cool pretty cool sound they've yeah. added yeah and like this um, one's also dancey it is dancey i don't know if i'd say it's like but we, we described the original as like cautious creating like this sense of apprehension mm-hmm. that's mostly gone in this version yeah but it's also a song that i would prefer to dance to as compared to the last version we talked about the uh what's it castillo yeah, the uh, yeah Matt Castillo. Matt Castillo version. Um, so maybe it's just more my jam. 
uh, and I've definitely known this version for longer. Mm-hmm. But um, even though I don't know that it captures the spirit of the original, but it's still a fun mix. Yeah, it's fun. It's yeah, like I said, like it's. I don't know if this suits the character of Phoenix Wright. Yeah, I think maybe a little more than like the Matt Castillo version. It's got that kind of that kind of future vibe to the near future kind of vibe. Near future, eh? Yeah, because yeah, that's Phoenix a lot Wright of synthesizers takes place in the near future. A lot of synth. So the the recent past now. Yeah. So they hit the nail on the head. It's all about steel drum synth now. That's right. I wish I could actually say whether or not that's true. Well, we'll have to ask Magical Trick Society someday. Maybe. If you're Magical Trick Society, holler me at, at Twitter with the hashtag I'm Magical Trick Society. Please. Please do. Um, do you want to jump into let's see, what video games live? Let's do video games live. So this one's a medley, right off the bat. It is a medley. It's mostly objection, though, I think. Yeah, like the first mm, minute and a half, two minutes? Yeah. Yeah. And um, this is, if you've ever heard any video games live, they're a group that, I mean, obviously plays video game music live. Um, they have you, a, have you, you've seen them, right? No, no. I have not seen them. Uh, I've listened to a couple of their... I guess albums. Mm-hmm. Um, not this one. And they're um they've got some decent arrangements of of some cool music, the cool tunes. I um the other they have kind of a, a electric guitar sound. Yeah, they have an electric guitar and I think an electric bass add, on this one. Yeah, I believe so. And I don't love the sound. Personally. No, because w- like we'll talk about this in the the Gakuten Mix Orchestra version, but mm-hmm. like this one doesn't capture the sort of grandiose nature of an orchestra that I believe the other one does. So we get we starts with one violin on the main riff. At least I think it's just one violin. I could be crazy, but it's it's very it's small, yeah, small, yeah. quite starts, quiet. Starts with the the main arpeggio, and then it starts to throw in sort of the backing track, right. And I think this one might be actually more faithful to the the GBA version in some ways, just because it doesn't do as many insane variations. Okay. Okay. Um, it's got it does like you know sharp horn bits at some points. There's a, like a a high flute note I think at one point. Do you think you're saying for the most part it does follow? Yeah. The the structure of the GBA version. Hmm. Except obviously with more <laughs> instrumental capability, capacity. Yeah. Um, yeah, and th- but then like that bass comes in, and the bass is oh fine, I guess. But yeah, I don't know. I, I I'm not really sold on that guitar sound. It's and maybe yeah. it's just the sound of the guitar. I feel like I'm not saying you can't have a distorted guitar in a orchestra or sim orchestra symphony. Mm-hmm. Symphony. Hmm. Is there a difference? I think so, but I don't know what it Do is. Do orchestras play symphonies? Hmm. <laughs> um. We're not gonna answer that right now. Uh. But I. I just don't. I'm just not wild about the sound of the guitar. And yeah, I guess it's just a, just a sound thing. Yeah. I don't I, know. Like, I'm I really not is. thrilled about it. I don't know why. It just doesn't work for me. It's yeah. Something about it is not right. They do. Um. They do this thing where they kind of raise it 
the whole piece an octave to build intensity. Mm. I think they're in it. That's a pretty good technique. That's a good technique. I don't know if I was a huge fan of it though. You didn't think it worked? No, it just kind of sounded weird. Like this version feels. I think when I say it feels more like the GBA track in some ways because it's also kind of stiffer. Okay. It's just like there's this part and then this part starts and then this part starts. So you didn't think it really had much of a feeling? Yeah, it feels more segmented uh, and less okay. cohesive, I think. Like even with like that guitar especially it takes me right out of it because it doesn't feel like it doesn't it feel blends. like it fits it to me. Fit. Yeah, it's very separate to me. Um, mm -hmm. And then they go into a different song. I don't know if we want to talk about yeah, that. Yeah, I, I completely they throw in fucking. Some some sound effects, and then yeah. play the Investigation Cornered theme. That's right. Well, they do a little bit of uh, the cross-examination theme in the background. Oh. Yes, examination. Yeah, yeah. On, on the transition, And I then it transitions to, yeah, Investigation Cornered. It's like, it's fun, but it's not an amazing version, I don't think. No, I'm and like, I do like some video games live. Yeah. But, like, they're all right. And I love orchestral versions of video game themes oh, yeah. like oh boy like when we we talk about the other orchestral version of this like i've got some strong opinions and like but i don't know i just don't love video games live no i don't know maybe it's because they they overextend themselves too much by being all video games all the time could be rather than like most things do like one game series or even one game so oh right you, so you go see zelda live which you've seen right I have. I did see the Symphony of the Goddesses. Yeah. With our good friend John Bell. Rest in peace, John Bell. Just kidding. He's alive. <laughs> Shout out, John Bell. <laughs> um, and the other thing, this isn't really a problem, mm -hmm. but the other thing is like you'll get the album and list. It'll have five or six songs from games you like, and then it'll be like Halo theme. Like I'm not saying Halo doesn't have good music. I just don't care about it because I didn't have an Xbox. That's right. Half the purpose of these type of shows is that it, it has a sort of nostalgia appeal to games you've played. So maybe it's great. And I also don't care about the God of War theme. Nope. Which maybe it's amazing. I just, I don't know. I just don't you listen You don't to have it. that emotional connection to it. It's I played God of War. I don't yeah. know. Maybe it's just at the wrong time in my life. Yeah. So that's what I would say is they're sort of non-focused. Yeah, I just wasn't feeling it. Yeah. Let's jump into, you want to talk about the greatest bits? Let's talk about the greatest bits. This version, I actually like. Let's slow it down. Yeah, to me it sounds like a like a Super Nintendo version of the the song. So it's it's almost a lower fi, although I think that's arguable comparing the Super Nintendo sound chip to the to Game Boy Advance sound chip. Yeah, probably. Although maybe it's the DS sound chip. Anyway, technically lower fi, although or fidelity, low fi, whatever. Yeah. Um but also very different if you're talking about the Super Nintendo sound chip. Yeah. Um but yeah, this is slower. It does that melody, mm -hmm. uh, or it does, you know, the arpeggio melody. And then as it plays it, it starts to replace some notes with like a sharper sound. Yeah. So it kind of has like a more, um, I guess, filtered synthy sound that mm -hmm. cuts out a lot of the high frequencies. But then it has a sharper sound that comes in only on some of the notes. So, right. So that's kind of how this one builds intensity, is it starts with that softer tone and then 
starts to introduce a sharper tone. Right. And then um, it's kind of like it feels like it, like a uh, it, like you can kind of feel the hear the filter close, but it's still pretty fast. But it's slow enough to hear that sound. Okay. And then and then um, eventually uh, it it evolves into just that sharper synth sound. Right. Yeah, it's got like a like I I wrote here some more complex retro version of the original. Yeah, so there's like, like more like pseudo retro. Kind yeah, of, like it sounds kind of retro because it's got that maybe particular synth sound. Synth sounds, yeah, like you said, some of those sharper sounds in particular yeah. sound like something that would be almost because of yeah. a limitation on your SNES yeah. sound chip. When it's like you have like a square wave and a mm-hmm. sawtooth wave. Or whatever, and that's what you're making your sounds with. So probably, maybe a SNES, a Super Nintendo, couldn't do this, but it kind of sounds like it could. Yeah. So. And, like, this is another one that just kind of does a weird last note fart and then leaves. It's like... like, Okay, that's the end, I guess. Uh. But in in terms of the remixes we get on here, and, like, particularly the non-professional ones, I think this is one of the stronger versions. It definitely has, like, a good build structure mm-hmm. it kept um, me interested throughout like i liked listening to it yeah and i'm trying to remember how they do the bass line Fuck, so um, there's a there's a softer synth playing the bass part the like do 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 and then there's a bass sorry i think i said this for a different version mm. but so there's a the synth playing the bass and then the bass playing a bass line and they're not the same like and there's more. The drums are different. Rock. I didn't even mention the yeah, drums. Yeah, it's a lot of symbol works. Yeah. There's a lot of symbols. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's right. It's sharp notes. Um, yeah, there's like a bass doing just kind of single notes, like boom, like just sort of uh, like giving. Yes, the root just note. Out, just, just outlining the chord. Yeah. Progression. On on the bass. But yeah, so it's got some real real ambient in the background, just kind of like a boom. Yeah. Those softer sounds. And that makes me feel like... Like, it reminds me kind of the Pocky and Rocky soundtrack to some extent. I cannot comment on the yeah, Pocky and Rocky soundtrack. I figured you couldn't, but, like, it's got that feeling where if you get, like, the kind of complex portrait up there and then, like, the text under, and it's like, you have defeated the evil king or whatever. And so you think this one feels like a different game? Yeah, I'm not sure. And, like, it might play in a fucking... Like, like, like a Super Nintendo version of Ace Attorney. I mean, the game was originally supposed to be for Game Boy Color. Yeah. I wonder if this version would sound more like something. Probably not. It would be much more grainy. I think so. I don't think this could be played on a... No. Definitely not a Game Boy Color. Probably not a Super Nintendo. No. Super Nintendo kind of famously had like a very small uh, like memory chip, I think. On, yeah. Or, 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 the, or the memory on the sound chip was very limited. Okay. So you had to do a lot of things to actually like compression so like shit, even yeah. though i think as i this is this is what i've kind of heard in passing is like it was based around musical like samples oh, okay but also to load those samples in was like difficult because it didn't have much memory so there was a lot of things you had to <laughs> Fuck. do to like make sure everything worked and that kind of describes a lot of old video game consoles okay. anyway okay so yeah let's look up more if you're interested because that's a very poor detail <laughs> I would say, like, yeah, so it speaks more to the tone of the game, because we get the, that kind of, like, mystery vibe, some of that intensity, than it speaks to the character. Okay, yeah, I agree. Because I don't think Phoenix Wright is mysterious or all that 
Well, he's intense, but in a more... He's not mysterious, at least not in, in the original No, games. I suppose in uh, Apollo Justice, he gets a bit of mystery around Yeah, he, he's given his secrets later on. Yeah. Obviously, this doesn't need to address that. No. This is, uh, this is from the beginning. That's all I have to say about this one. Do you want to jump into Retro Crowd? Uh, let me just see if I have anything else. Nope. I think oh, this right. one also loops. A lot of them just, like, loop. Yeah. Um, which is pretty video gamey, I guess. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, but it can be difficult to uh, keep that interest up. Which one did you say, sir? Retro Crowd. Because I think after oh, that, sure. we just have the final orchestra version. Yeah. This was the one where I really didn't know what to call it in terms of electronic music genres right well it doesn't sound retro new that's from retro and there's a lot more drums though yeah it's a i think it's a faster pace than the original too i didn't pick up on that but probably this i mean okay so you good yeah um i wrote is this dubstep this isn't dubstep (laughs) (laughs) no but uh, for some reason, I wrote that. And different beat. Yes, the, there's a completely different rhythm Yeah. in this version. Um, and then there's a piano kind of outlining the chords. And mm-hmm. I think maybe, maybe the retro thing, I'm doing air quotes right now. Yeah. Uh, the synthesizers in this version are very, like, bleepy bloopy. Right. Like so so it's kind of retro but not necessarily retro video games so right. much as retro synthesizers. Okay. Which I guess is related cuz like we were mentioning if you've only got a square wave and a sawtooth then you only have certain sounds available to right. you. Right. But I think that maybe that's what it ends up sounding like. Less okay. like retro game, more L- like more like retro synth. synth. Um I wonder possibly. if that is their vibe. And maybe that's the same thing to some people maybe that i don't know i don't know it's yeah the notes sound too like full to me to be yeah, do you want to play a retro bit of that one game um for this one i wrote down ace attorney cyber crimes cyber crimes it's, it sounds like a like a like an electric like an electronic version yeah that's smart yeah it sounds like, <laughs> it's like an electronic version. it sounds like almost like your you know your early 2000s where it's like what is the internet who knows it's, it's mysterious and sexy. Mm, cyber. Cyber. Like I'd say this would play when like you're it's an Apollo Justice case and fucking Phoenix Wright comes in at the last minute, but via like time Skype. travel? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Time travel. Time travel Skype. I wouldn't put it past them. And that would play because he's like he it'd be like a futuristic thing, so he'd come up on like a projector kind of thing. Like a hologram. <laughs> And be like, yeah. objection. It would sound like a... That's what this song sounds like to me. <laughs> this All one right. honestly just sounds like your average remix to me. Like, yeah, this, yeah, is this the stereotypical, one exciting. Take a track, synth it, throw in some different drums. Baby, you made a remix. What's Baby, up? <laughs> you got a remix going. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> not blown away. I don't hate it either, though. No, it's, just, it's just there. I guess it's not, like, super offensive. It doesn't have as many downsides as maybe some... Matt. 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 <laughs> Matt. It's not too long. 
No, yeah, it gets Maybe in and out of there. A little bit. Right. It's not too long, anyway. Not compared to Matt. <laughs> Matt! Sorry, Matt. Sorry, though. You're fine, probably. Should we talk about our last one here? Yeah, let's jump, in, jump into orchestral. Hell yeah. So, like, the whole time we've been talking about this song, I think this version has been playing in my head the whole this time. This one keeps coming up. Yeah. This one keeps coming up. It's a good... It's a good uh, thing. Yeah, it's um, arrangement. Yeah, it's version. an incredible arrangement. It's got, it's got, like we're saying, like we keep, we've already been talking about it this yeah. whole time. It's you know, been keep, hard to not. We keep coming back to this one. You know, it, it, it really expands on the uh, the the source material, the original piece. Like, yeah, yeah, and it has that like build, like it, like it. I'm knocking things around. Yeah, uh, hopefully not too much. Um, it really has the, you know, it starts with a few instruments, adds more and more sounds, kind of has a build up, and then does it like a wave down, and yeah. then builds, so like it really has that structure. And like incredible percussion on this one. It's con- we got these big fucking bass drums that they have, doom, 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 doom. Oh, yeah. You get these, oh, oh yeah. what are those fucking kind of hand clacking things? Uh, like castanets? Yeah. I maybe? think those are present. Oh, maybe. There's something like that in there. It goes like, tick, 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 like. It the percussion on this moves in so many different directions, and sort of serves as percussion, I guess, usually does as the backbone of this piece. Because when everything breaks away, there's always some bit of percussion playing that kind of transforms it. It's either these big heavy drums, it's the sort of lighter castanets. Mm-hmm. It's constantly like holding the piece together. Yes, there's there's got that driving, dr- that that bedrock yeah sort of and unlike the video games live version it doesn't shy away from just being the one song it's we're gonna do phoenix Wright's objection and we're gonna do it for five minutes god damn it yeah and like actually keep it keep it interesting mm-hmm. uh, with that sort of curve of of um intensity um and i'm wondering now if maybe they had a bit of an advantage because is video games live all recorded live as well? I, I'm not really sure. I would imagine so. Because if they are and they're not in a studio, then they probably have a bit of a disadvantage. Right, they're there gonna as lose well. some sound quality. Um so I guess they have a bit of a a bit of a, an excuse uh compared to these guys who are as far as I know, just you know, in studio. In studio and um, paid to do this song specifically. <laughs> Right. Well, I mean, the video games live guys. I'm sure we're also yeah, are paid. also paid, but musicians. Like I think Capcom kind of presided more closely over this. Right. It was arranged by. I saw. I got Noriyuki Iwadare. Sure, I'll take that. I don't know who that is. Um, Composer. But that's what I wrote down. Um, so it's a good arrangement. Uh, that really. And in terms of in terms of the feeling, do you think it? Do you think it matched that feeling? I mean, it kind of covered like we were saying it covers the same interest curve yeah and it like keeps the same sounds more or less mm-hmm. it maybe doesn't have quite the same mystery because like some of those synth sounds yeah i in the original like the the gba sounds or maybe ds sounds we still don't know yeah um kind of have a mysterious feel to them and i don't know exactly what it is it's just in a, a quality that kind of sounds mysterious 
or mysterious and, and, and apprehensive that yeah. you don't really get from these instruments, but I think they still do a pretty good job of recreating that. Yeah, I think in these ones, the sort of like doubt or mystery comes in the smaller moments. You can almost picture the instruments in this as being like, so Phoenix Wright is the fucking big dun dun dun. Like pushing his case, and okay. then it breaks to the smaller moments where people are like murmuring about it and talking about it. Like, well, is this right? Like, how does this change the oh, case? Like, oh, oh, oh. So it takes on kind of the life of the courtroom, I think, through the instruments. Okay, okay, that's an interesting, that's an interesting read, and a pretty cool one because you know uh, it's it's always interesting to think of music in terms of characters. I think, mm-hmm. especially in instrumental piece well i think of uh, like the i always think of it as stupid because i think of the flight of the concord it's bit where sure. reese darby's character is like well there's the mum guitar and the dead guitar <laughs> <laughs> like he like does a fucking like conversation between the two <laughs> and i'm like yeah that's what this is like though yeah, of course. <laughs> it's like, like a conversation it's, it's the mum viola <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't know um but it's cool and the ending is quite a bit different mm-hmm. now I'm trying to. Does it borrow from, from the auxiliary part? Yeah. Is it p- kind of like that? I I'm trying to didn't think. Didn't have enough time that to or if figure it's, it out. Um, like oh, like a different a, song. A different song. Like it's either the. It's, it's not. I can't. Can't be the start of court music, but maybe like when you're in the defense lobby. Mm, I'm. I'm not sure. Like I, I think it borrows notes from another Phoenix Wright piece. Okay. But I it couldn't put my finger on. Yeah. It. I. I wish I had thought of it more because I was thinking. I heard it and I was like, oh, that's probably. <laughs> that's probably this other thing. The, yeah. the what I called the secondary melody. Right. And you called the auxiliary, the auxiliary synth. synth. Yeah. Um. I feel like it maybe borrows something from that, but. I I couldn't really tell, and and this was kind of a rushed mm-hmm. one for me, so unfortunately. Yeah, it's yeah. fucking especially because I could have listened to this one just exclusively, and so yeah. I tried to pull myself away from this one. Like I feel for me, this version does what I think the Game Boy Advance version wants to be in a lot of ways, which is this big. It really fills piece. in the blanks. Yeah. That that the and and does a lot of the things that the original maybe implies. Yeah. Which is kind of what a lot of these sort of big orchestral arrangements for video game music usually do, especially mm-hmm. old school songs that are, you know, the original had, as I keep bringing up, like four different waveforms playing, mm-hmm. or, or you know, more for this because it's Game Boy Advance. But uh, when you start to bring it into these uh, large acoustic settings, you really have to figure out what to put in those spaces. And uh, and this does it pretty well. Yeah. Like, for me, um, like, we talk kind of about with video games live, the emotional connection to music. I threw this on last week just when I was making breakfast. And I got, you know, like kind of, like, goosebumps and, like... Chills. Just chills, chills. blood rushing. And it's, like, fucking 8 in the morning. I'm like... <gasps> <gasps> <laughs> it really amps me up. And Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we could talk about this all day, but we should probably just move to our, our final verdicts. Yeah, we probably should. Ooh, Ooh what's yeah, the verdict? So for this one, we're gonna we're gonna change it up a little. Instead of the best one, it's obviously gonna be not guilty. Not guilty. And guilty for the worst one. Guilty and not guilty. And I suppose the third one's got to be who, which one encapsulates? I think the character Phoenix Wright, because he's kind of tricky to nail down. So I'm gonna say which one encapsulates. Him as a character the most. That's a tough one. Because he is sort of also an audience surrogate. So yeah, he, he's maybe not the 
most fleshed out character, especially mm-hmm. not early on. As you mentioned. Now, so it might, might come as no surprise, but my not guilty verdict goes to the Gakuten Meeks Orchestra version. Really? Yeah, it's just fucking phenomenal. I listen to it, like, I still listen to it frequently just because it slaps. That's it. That's all I have to say about that one. Yeah, all right. <laughs> I just spent the last ten minutes jerking it off. I don't know if I need to go further on that. <laughs> no, right? Um, For me, I'm also really ultimately into the... What we called the official versions, which is meets orchestra, yeah. meets, jazz, meets soul, jazz soul, and then cadenza, which is the Magical Trick Society album. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's going to come from one of those three, and you'll f- learn what it is after these messages from our sponsor. No. <laughs> I'm throwing messages uh, from the sponsor. <laughs> yeah, we have ads. Put them here. Um, do we have ads yet? No. No, no we don't. Um, now, this is tough for me. It's tough for me. I'm finding this difficult. Yeah? Because I do like them all quite a bit. And I think the one I'm most likely to listen to is uh, is the jazz version. Yeah? I do. Even though I'm not wild at the beginning, once I get past that, I'm it really, really picks into up. it. Yeah. It really picks up. So uh, that, I'm going to say that's my not guilty. My not guilty is yeah, the jazz I, the jazz version. I would agree with that. Because like, when it comes jazz. up and I hear those first fucking horns, I'm like, no, thank you. But if I stay around, I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, this song. Yeah, <laughs> of course. So if I ever do that, I'm like driving. I'm like, I wish I could skip the song <laughs> without looking at my phone while driving. And I'm like, oh, never mind. Yeah. It's fine. Oh, man. Yeah, exactly. So... That's my not guilty. Yeah, solid choice. Mm. Kate, I think I, I'm going to be surprised if our, our guilty isn't unanimous. Ooh. Um, Matt Castillo. It's two minutes of nothing. It is way too uh, long. Too fucking long. <laughs> and then what we get isn't all that exciting. Yeah. Sorry, Matt. Sorry, Matt. I mean, I guess if you're into whatever that intro was, great, but it's not this song, so. No, and it's not unique enough or exciting enough to be worth putting up with. Yeah. Sorry, Matt. Sorry. All right, and for encapsulating boy. your boy, the uh, your boy Phoenix Wright, gotta say, like, like you mentioned, you lose some of the like trepidation and mystery in the orchestra. Right, version. I'm I'm having trouble thinking of any version that really captures it in I'm, the same I way. I mean, I think there's only one, and it's gotta be the original. I know it's not even <laughs> like I'm like I don't. Uh, there's, I'm sure there's other versions, but like I'm just trying to think like how. Maybe it's just because in my mind, that's literally what's happening. Yeah. Because, like, when you play the game, that's what plays. So how could you... How could you get any closer to that? How could you get better than that? Exactly. Like, maybe there's a way, but it's really difficult to replace that. Mm-hmm. To replace the, the impact of the original, which is the thing that was playing when you did the thing that you are now a fan of the first time. Yeah. So it's like part of that memory, and there's the nostalgia. It's so strongly linked. And what like, we should look at, though, maybe in a future oh. episode, because his objection theme changes with every fucking game. That's true. So which one is the most Phoenix right of all those? That would be a good question. question. We and should have been our bonus segment, should've. but I'm bad at this. So. Well, <laughs> sometimes you think of it on the fly, and then now it's too late. Now it's too fucking late. And we're... We yeah, got busy places boys. to what be. We got, what we got for time here? Oh, we're at three thirty at the moment. Mm. Um. Yeah. Should we just buzz along into the bonus segment? Yeah. Let's wrap it but, up. Yeah. Like, I, uh, just to summarize what you said, like, there's a strong emotional connection. It's, it's you're looking at the character when that song plays. Usually, the yeah, original the thing so is happening. To connect those two is like basic and obvious, but I think correct. <laughs> 
Um, let's talk about our bonus segment, which I'm entitling Hate Bit. Yeah, like 8-bit, mm. but with the word hate. We're going to talk about video game songs that just frustrate the hell out of us. Now, I'm going to start with some kind of cheap and easy ones, especially because we're talking about Phoenix Wright. Oh. When you get the more intense versions of the cross-examination, yeah. and you don't know the fucking piece of evidence, and you keep just presenting shit, and it but is actually the most upsetting shit. thing. Because when you get the right yeah. thing, the music stops. Yeah. And you're so satisfied to hear that music end. So when so I'm just like, it hit end. it, and it just keeps going, it fucking drives me up the wall. It really gets at me. <laughs> this one... I really thought I was gonna have something. Did you? Okay, I'll t- I can talk about another one. Um, how's about the rocket barrel theme from fucking Donkey Kong? Country Returns. See, do you like that one? <laughs> I just, I don't know. If I, I know get you didn't mind those frustrated levels. in the same way. Yeah. As other people. That's fine. Tell me about your frustrations. That's the thing. You don't. You, so you never like. You don't hate. No, I have. I just yeah. don't think about it afterwards. Fair enough. Like I'm well, de- Like once I finish it, it, it's gone. It's done with, and it's out of my mind. Right. And like, I certainly don't. Gen- like to my knowledge, associate music with that feeling. No. What about like even annoying pieces? Like when you go into like a certain town or something, and it's like, just is like, there is there a song, a particular piece that's annoying? Yeah. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. Here's the problem, my man. Mm-hmm. I used to play video games mainly with the sound off. Oh, right. You're a fucking serial killer. I forgot. <laughs> and then I stopped around the time I first played Phoenix Wright. That ah. was like... And then I started turning the music on, and then my family started getting mad at me. Because they were like, could you turn that down? No. My parents are very negative about video games, generally. Of course, yep. So it was like, can you turn that Thing down <laughs> they didn't say that but that's the tone like right. they really like hated that like that noise oh like, yeah it's music, it's music. mom <laughs> so that's my negative right so you the, the negative association is not yourself with the music but rather your parents association well, it's generally with it. um yeah so even now i'm like i better play this quietly because right. everyone will hate me <laughs> That's so, fair. Yeah. And yeah. I, yeah. You always take my bonus segments in a completely different direction. <laughs> I'm not mad about it. I like I like it. So I, I really I don't have a specific example. Um, but I'm sure there's annoying video game music. But uh, Yeah, for me it's just always associated with kind of repeating a, a same thing. Like I used to be really bad at racing fucking Ingo in Ocarina of Time. <laughs> And I'm just like, <laughs> like I'll get mad at Ingo. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I don't mind his his song, racing songs. Yeah, that's. I mean, it plays other parts in the game too, and that's when it's usually like time pressured kind of events. Yeah, it's got that high frequency kind of. And the fu- I can't believe it. like the rocket barrel track. Come on, I don't mind rocket barrel levels. I fucking hate them. <laughs> Fuck those. That's a Donkey Kong Country Returns. Uh, reference? And, and, and is it also in Tropical Freeze? Or did they do a different one there? Um, I don't know. And really enough, as much as I hate that track, I'm trying to conjure it in my mind, and all that's coming in is the Furio Tigre theme, which slaps hard. Oh. Also, Phoenix Wright music. Yeah. I should mention. I'm trying to, like, give background to everything. I don't want to give random references. 
that's been difficult yeah. in this episode because I don't want to just randomly reference things from Phoenix Wright With arbitrarily. I don't, I don't think it's arbitrary though. We're specifically talking about the songs in the like, game. But like, I don't want to just like say a thing and then move past it and right. like, hey, that's an in joke. No one gets it. Fair enough. I so mean, your brother's gonna get it. We completely avoided that. Way to go. Way to go, us. Us. We avoided the jokes. Thank God. Oh, that was a close one. Oh, that's uh, that's been our bonus segment and our our regular segment. Uh, we're available on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Maybe you found us there. Maybe you found us there. Subscribe. Give us a review. Write something. Say these guys talk too much or too little. They are too loud and or too quiet. I do not like the way they look. The artwork for this podcast is disturbing me, and I cannot sleep at night anymore. Yeah, but that's the goal. That's what we wanted. If that's your uh, review, make sure it's attached with five stars, because that was the goal. But, uh, yeah, follow us there. Follow me on Twitter at Jake the Cressy. Uh, send me remarks, comments. Use our hashtags. Cover me pod. Pod. Cover Don't me forget pod. the pod. Never forget the pod. Also, oh, is that a thing, though? Because, like, Podrick Payne from, from oh, Game of yeah, Thrones? Maybe. Like, are people into that, I too? should check that, because that's probably what's going on Shit. in that hashtag. Also, follow Alex on Twitter now. You could. I don't tweet. He doesn't tweet yet, but he's on there. What's your fucking a good question. It's like... You're just like a music joke, isn't it? Well, no. Here's the problem with it is that I have capital I's and lowercase l's in it. So you oh can't tell. God. If you just put Alex Mildenberger in, you should come up, though. I think so. So that's Mildenberger, M-I-L-D-E-N-B-E-R-G-E-R. I don't remember. Let me see. It's like, it's like I, I-I-X, A. Is it, is it a code? L-B. Why didn't you choose that? Well, I tried to write my name upside down. It didn't work that well, okay. but I didn't change it either so you can change those right yes yeah. i believe you can so maybe it won't stay that but that's what it is right now yeah so you just look up alex mildenberger you should be able to find him twice he's, he's there he's got one tweet one following one follower and one like i have a tweet yeah it's you retweeted me oh sweet <laughs> <laughs> and your one follower is me nice that's how i found out about our last episode i was like oh what's this <laughs> <laughs> alex has retweeted something Ooh. all right that's been uh cover me it has yeah you know, as we always say on this show coveralls our type of clothing thanks everyone mm.